This is the Power Power Podcast. My name is Sarah of Underground Crowds. We hit Bible topics, smash book studies, punch out some songs here and there, and light up his word to strengthen our souls. Thanks for listening. Alright, here we go. We're in Acts 20 this week. Um, I want to tell you that I'm working on a couple of things. I said like before, when was it? I don't know when I said it, that I was thinking about doing a concert. Well, the truth is I'm still thinking about doing a concert. And it's going to be the whole playlist um, of Esther podcast project. Um, There are a lot of moving parts, moving parts all over the page. I have no idea who's going to help, who's even available, who can work for free because it's not, um, as far as I know, I can't pay them. Um, But short of a bake sale, I have no idea. So pray about it. it. Venue, when, what, where. I'm thinking sometime in September. But it'll be online. Um... For sure, with YouTube and Instagram and TikTok. And, um, yeah, I'm also trying to get some merch. I don't know if you've ever tried to buy a t-shirt or whatever, but I never heard anything. I don't have any idea who's tried to buy what. As far as I know, from my end, nobody's ever tried to buy a t-shirt. I did get one complaint sometime. It was artwork. I think I'm going to take all that down. I don't even know what's in the store, so don't do it. Don't do it. Um, these will be actually available uh, whatever venue um, that where we play the Esther Podcast Project set. Uh, so, working on that. Um, mostly I'm telling you this so that I can get you to pray because it's overwhelming. And if I think about it, I'm already out. Like I'm already, I'm, I'm done, I'm not doing this. But I'm trying to obey and I said that I would do this. So I'm wanting to let you know that I'm moving in that direction day by day, um, just taking, you know, the preparing and uh, Praying and preparing and praying and preparing and freaking out and preparing without without going back backwards. So let's pray and then let's read Acts chapter 20 and we'll get started. God, thank you so much for meeting us every day that you're available to talk with us, to, to commune with us, and it never gets old. You always have something for us. Um to learn um, an area in which we can grow and and this is evidence I mean it's it's evidence that we are alive and kicking help us to be the kind of people that want to grow want to learn want to move forward and not backward we thank you for Paul's example in this chapter of that in Jesus name Amen so I don't know if some of you saw the little tidbit over on Instagram yesterday. Um, 
I wanted to further, like this morning, I, I felt the weight of explanation. There was a weight of explaining that needed to still be, no, what am I trying to say? I felt a weight that there was some explaining still left to do on this. So, and the main things I wanted to discuss about clarifying yesterday's tidbit was that um, what in essence I'm talking about is Christian escapism and the desire we want Christ to return we want to see his face but we don't want to get into aligning ourselves with a feeling a feeling that we get at that church you know what if you can't explain it to anybody else you know we can explain the the peace of god that passes all understanding we can give an answer the bible says that we can have an answer for the hope that's within us so we can have an answer but if you can't explain why this whatever church that you only get the those kinds of feels at that church um to somebody else because this is extra biblical now this is an extra biblical feely thing this isn't the uh the peace of fellowship this isn't love between brother and sister because friend that can ha happen in a tent in panama i've been there there's the spirit of god that brings peace and unity clarity when you're reading scripture and um love for brother and sister this can happen in a tent this can happen in a building this can happen walking down the street and you meet somebody this happened when i was in idaho i met a lady we walked into her shop she was selling cookies and we just hit it off because she she was she's ready to preach and she told us about a little bit about how what she was learning from the lord and and um how he has met her in certain areas of her life anyway there was no sign out front doors and this is also this is cookie dash church place this there was nothing like that um it wasn't a prerequisite here there was no title above there so if you cannot explain what i'm trying to say is if you cannot explain why this building and is better than that and that's going to really humble us because we tend to think our church is the best. Our brand is the best. Our vibe is the best. Our church genre is the best. It's the best. No, there's only one Holy Spirit. There's one love. There's one way. That's Jesus Christ. And he can be found in the byways. He can be found in the highways. He can be found in a, under a, it was seriously like a grass hut we met in Panama. We, we don't have a corner on the market. Now, are there churches that operate completely without the Holy Spirit? Yes, absolutely. That are totally carnal. That are about um, a power. They're just a power structure. Now they thump the Bible every Sunday, but they're about having power and control. Um, it's a, it has nothing to do with brotherly love. 
It has nothing to do with the Holy Spirit and, what, and his working within the congregation, with the, with the body of believers. It has nothing to do with people using, as we talked about in First Second Timothy, using their gifts to glorify God. The freedom isn't there to do it. We know that there are churches that operate like a business. We know that, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about that extra biblical, well, I just get this feeling. I need to explain that to the world because I'm looking and it's not in scripture. Look, our relationship is not a feeling. I mean, no wonder we have people doing shrooms for Jesus. They're after a high. It's escapism is what it is. And I want to remind you of something. When God's going to do something new, he shows up first. First, Garden of Eden. He was there walking with Adam and Eve. Second, met Noah. Ark. That was only 10 generations, I think. Something like really small between Adam and Eve and Noah's Ark. Next, meets with Abraham. He shows up. Abraham, I'm going to, I'm going to start... He starts in the sky, this new people, Israel, it's coming from you. Next, Moses, you need to deliver my people into this promised land. Now, a very long period, a long period of silence. Right? And then what, 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 what happens? Jesus shows up. And when this new kingdom is going to come, guess what? Jesus is going to bring it. It always starts, not with our, our feels toward the matter. It always, every new thing that he does starts with him first. It's his idea. It's his initiative. It's him doing it. So while we are aimed at the kingdom, while we have our eyes set on, on his face, we are waiting for his glorious appearing. And it is hard work. And we want to get out of here. I want to get out of here. I don't know about anybody else, but I want to get out. But I got to be careful. I'm not trying to escape. Because what we do when we, when we encourage that escapism is we pull people out of their communities. They no longer connect to their communities because you've given them this high. That is not in the Bible. Not in here. You've given them this high. And yes, it's nothing like, it's scary, dudes. It's nothing like what they're experiencing at home. And so they, they go back home and they don't want to be there anymore. I just don't. I don't want to be on this barrier. You've, you've, you've put a comfort there. It's pseudo. It's not the new kingdom. It's escapism. But now what, what has happened? They're disconnected from the people they're supposed to be reaching for Christ. They're disconnected from their mission field. And they're just kind of coming under this universalism. Where does it go? I mean, we're seeing people drop off the Christian scene like apples off a tree. 
We're seeing people turn from their faiths left, right, and center. They've forgotten that Christianity is local. Christianity is one life at a time changed. Christ impacting our neighbors, our cities, our neighborhoods, and the work is hard. We don't get to float out of it. So let's talk. This is exactly what we're talking about in Matt in Acts 20. So let's start from the top here, verse 17. Acts 20, verse 17 to 38. From Miletus, hmm. he sent to Ephesus and called for the elders of the church. And when they had come to him, he said to them, You know from the first day that I came to Asia, to what in what manner I always lived among you, serving the Lord with all humility, with tears and trials, which happened to me by the plotting of the Jews. Now I kept back nothing that, that was helpful, but proclaimed to you and taught you publicly and from house to house. This is very local. I want you to, I want you to notice this description. House to house. Holding back nothing helpful. Testifying to the Jews, this is verse 21, and also to the Greeks, repentance toward God and faith toward our Lord Jesus Christ. And see, now I go bound in the Spirit to Jerusalem, not knowing the things that will happen to me, except that the Holy Spirit testifies in every in every city saying that chains and tribulations await me. Now catch this. Hard things are going to happen to you. Imagine we're busy trying to get out of here too early and Paul's like, yeah, he's straight up telling me I'm, I'm going to suffer. And he's still walking granite bound by the Holy Spirit. What does that mean? He's obeying the leading of the Holy Spirit. He's obeying. This local preacher, house to house, not holding back anything that's helpful, not holding back instruction, probably not even holding back, because we see this pattern in the other parts of scripture, even physical help from those around them, him. But none of these things move me to be like that. How do you not be moved when the Holy Spirit's like, straight up, you're going to jail? How do you not? I'm afraid of doing a concert. This is how far off I am from Paul, friends. It's like, you know, straight up beating and thrown to jail. And Paul's like, they don't bother. This stuff doesn't bother me. How? How? Well, the simple answer is, being bound by the Holy Spirit. Hmm. How do I get bound by the Holy Spirit? Well, it isn't strength of will. Right? And well, I'm just going to pull my socks up. Go. 
not how we do these things in the spirit. It's despite the fact that I'm scared out of my mind this is the last thing I want to do. Though last, friends. <laughs> the last thing I want to do. I enjoy playing music. I do not enjoy being looked at. I enjoy... <clears throat> I love music. I love my own music. I do not like hype. And as much as in some cases we can point to Christ, point to Christ, point to Christ, people still come away with, oh, what a great person. And make it about that musician. Make it about that worship leader. Make it about that stage, that church. Make it about as much as these people. Like, let's not throw everybody under the bus because as much as... Some of these people try to point to Christ over and over and over and over. I look, no, really, it's not me. It's not me. It is not me. It's about you. People come away with, wow. I just don't want to be anyplace else. But I, I've seen pastor worship. Forget it. I've seen Christian celebrity worship. And in that context, somehow they're, it's, they're not ashamed. To do it. Because what they what they find comfort in. If that's you, if that's me, whatever. What we sometimes find comfort in. It ain't the Holy Spirit. We are not bound by the Holy Spirit. How do we have comfort when the Holy Spirit says, yeah, you're going to be locked up? How do we have comfort? Be bound by Him. I'm telling you, the first, you will walk off the first bridge when hardships come. If you are in any way finding your comfort and your solace in a person, in a place, in a thing, in a, I don't know what, I mean, we have, we have the strangest Lack of a better word, fetishes. Well, I guess that has sexual connotations, but really, I, what what else do you call it when you're just picking up one wooden god after the other? It's really we do it. I do it. I find comfort in things that are just not able to hold me up. We do it all the time. It can be food. Be Starbucks for crying out loud. My rabbits. We started. I I sing right. You guys know that. So I sing to my rabbits. <laughs> my son goes. We need to not be singing praise songs to our rabbits, but it's legit, right? Yeah, I find my comfort in my animals. Find my comfort over here. Find my comfort over here. Find my comfort over there. Find my comfort. We'll never be faced with suffering, trial, tribulation, jail, beating. We'll never be able to face that without walking off. I'm done. I'm done. I'm not doing this. No. No. We must be bound by the Holy Spirit to endure. 
But that person can go anywhere. That person doesn't need that megachurch. Uh, you know, that's just weird. That the body of Christ that's universal and you only got one church you can go to. I'm not saying church hop, but really. What is it for you? And me? Is it Christ in me? Christ before? Christ behind? Like one of the songs on the Esther podcast. Or is it pastor or blankety blank before? Pastor blankety blank behind? Church blah 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 above. Church blah 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 below. Fill in celebrity name. Christian celebrity name. To the right. Christian celebrity name to the left. Like how you... It happens all the time, so I'm, I'm not just blowing smoke here. I've seen people leave churches. Because homeboy left. Or homeboy was told, you gotta go. Like just falling off the rails. And I get it, we can get upset. We can get upset with how some politics goes down. We can get upset about what we see as injustice. Well, I'm, I'm no stranger to that. Yuck, I hate, I hate it when people disappoint me. I hate it when I disappoint other people. I hate it when, you know, this whole world gets its way. In all of its glory. Not. I hate it. Makes me want to hide. It's tempting. It's tempting to go there. But as we see in Paul's example, the Holy Spirit's calling us out. Calling us to go. Calling us to endure. Not escape. Dig in. Go organic. Nor do I count my life dear to myself, so that I may finish my race with joy and the ministry which I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. Again, thanks for listening. Catch the next part of this series, usually Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. You can also find Underground Crowds on Twitter, Patreon, Bandcamp, or undergroundcrowds.com.